everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe Schellerud from Ad Advance, and today we are joined by Maria Hewitt from our team. Maria, it's awesome to have you on. I am happy to be here. Thank and you, Joe. Maria, how are you doing today? I'm doing really great. Yeah? Fabulous. <laughs> yes. I was like to throw out that question. I, it, Matt, I, I can always trip like, up Matt. <laughs> how would Matt answer? <laughs> Yeah, we always ask that question, like, what would Matt do in this situation? What would Matt do? (laughs) I really enjoyed when you guys were talking about the streamline, and you said, I don't know if it's the time of day or the day of the week, but I'm feeling great. (laughs) And I really enjoyed because it went into the topic. Sure, sure. I felt like he thought about that for days I think so, too. Yeah, and I I appreciated it. I gave him a good little chuckle for it. So for those who don't know you, kind of give us a quick background, what you did before Ad Advance and how you joined. Sure. So in another life, I was a news reporter and anchor. My first job out of college was at the ABC affiliate here in Duluth. So I started as a reporter for a few years, and then I became the morning anchor for three years. I woke up at 2 a.m. and hosted Good Morning Northland. And it was super fun, like really grateful for everything I learned um, in a newsroom. It's like, it really feels like a lifetime ago. Learned a ton, met amazing people. Waking up at 2 a.m. was not ideal. (laughs) (laughs) Going to bed at 7 p.m. was not ideal. Sure. Um, And so... I eventually wanted to, I got married, I wanted to start a family, so looked for something else in Duluth and ended up at the Tourism Bureau, and there I managed all of their social media and their PR and really fostered relationships with businesses in the tourism community. Duluth is a big tourist destination, if you didn't know that. If you want some stats on Duluth, Minnesota, you go to Mario. I can drop them. got a lot of stats up here yeah so yeah so i was there for several years also loved that great time learned a lot great people um and then kind of my time there ended this guy named joe messaged me on linkedin because my my colleague sean offered my name and um i was like oh i don't know anything. I've never heard of this company. I don't know what this is at all, but I took kind of... And and what's awesome is we were directly across the street from you, (laughs) where you worked. (laughs) Like, directly across the street from my office. Mario literally had to just jaywalk across one street to get to us. Yeah, Yeah. and I was like, oh, wow. But at the time, we didn't have, like, at Advance didn't have any branding or anything like that. Yeah, we didn't have any storefront. It was very confusing to me, because I was like... Okay, who are these people? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> We've come a long way in the year that year or so that I've been here. So, sure. so yeah, and I remember like sitting in the interview and being like, this is I I had no no foundation, really no understanding, but I really liked you guys and it felt right. So, here I am and I I cannot even tell you how much I have learned since starting here. And Keep learning. Like, that's the best part is that you're constantly stretched here yeah. um, and constantly evolving as the industry is a fast evolving industry. We are constantly evolving, too. And that's probably my favorite part. So sure. Yep. That's me. Yep. I love it. <laughs> it's me, Maria. It's me. It's me, Maria. Yep. That was a Halloween costume one time. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so for the podcast today, um, what really wanted to pick your brain about mm-hmm. is, you know, you've been involved on the news side and then for the tourism side, really focused on promoting Duluth and kind of the, the brand around Duluth and how do you try to drive more people to come up and visit here and check out all the cool spots in Duluth. And so really wanted to get your take on overall branding and creatives. We're really known at, at Advance for like digging deep on the numbers mm-hmm. side. Like we got a couple of nerds that are leading the company. And so we love to dig on the numbers, but we're also really strong on the creative side and the emotional pieces that tie into advertising. And so wanted to get your take on different ways that you can kind of utilize the softer side of advertising to drive the best results. I love how self-aware you are. The the nerds. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like I look back on my career and um, I think like one thing that has always been a part of what I do is promoting something and putting your best foot forward and figuring out what that is and then doing it in a creative way that tells a story. You know, so like in the news business, I was I was the brand, you know, like part of being on the news was having a social media following and kind of sharing that side of me. And then at the Tourism Bureau, you know, like trying to get people to come to Duluth and share all the stories that are in Duluth and why people would want to come here and have a wonderful experience. So when I came to Ad Advance, obviously it's a very different industry and very numbers focused, which is not inherently my thing, but it has become my thing. And that's why I was really excited about the opportunity at advance was it was a stretch. It was something to like, to expand, um, learn about. And we have a great training program. So even though I did not have like an analytical Excel background, I felt like I got up to speed and was like an expert. And you did. Quickly. Yep. But that said, part of me still like loves that creative side of things. Like I don't want to just look at spreadsheets all day. And so, you know, like with my clients, I love to look at like, what do they have going for them for their brand? You know, what kind of story can we tell? And just ensuring that we have, we're accessing and like utilizing like sponsored brand video. Um, and adding custom images to, you know, some of those, those headline ads and, and taking up as much real estate as possible with imagery and something that speaks to the consumers they're trying to reach for their brand or with like DSP, you know, for those higher upper funnel strategies, utilizing custom creatives Mm -hmm. to, you know, really reach the audience you're trying to target. So that's, that's one of the parts I love about Amazon ads and and DSP is that you have that ability to be creative. You don't need to be. That's the other good thing. Like there's not that hurdle, (laughs) but video I think is so important and you know, you can really tell a story and in this day and age, you got social media, you got your DTC site, you know, being able to cross utilize it. It's totally worth investing in. And if you can't invest in it, you, you, there's a lot of tools that you can find online where you can, do it yourself too. Sure. So let's talk, let's talk about video. So we'll we'll start there on the the more creative side. So walk me through the different types of videos that you see and maybe some key pieces that you've seen with your experiences that have done really well. 
So I think, you know, depending on your category, um, different styles of video are going to make sense. Like if you have like a kind of a complicated product that, you know, maybe one of your gaps in your brand is like people don't really know how to use it. Sure. Is maybe doing it like a tutorial type video, like mm-hmm. a how-to. Like if it's a car cover or something like that, that doesn't seem like it should be hard to explain. But sure. you know what I'm getting at, you know, yeah. showing how it works. Like as an example, I'll see a... Again, being a nerd, if we get like a a science experiment or something like that, I love to see, you can see the box and everything, but Mm -hmm. I love to see it in action. Right. So those little planes that you can build, yeah, Yeah. that fly or that rocket that shoots off or whatever it is, it's kind of a cool experience where you can see in the video what actually happens and what should I expect versus the still images that you would see there. And so for those products, like you were saying that, is hard to see it in action from that first still shot to the box. Mm-hmm. I feel like showing it and then also showing people around it and the experiences that they're getting while using it helps you to develop that emotional connection too. So you can one, see what to expect, but then two, see a bunch of people enjoying it. And, you know, you just inherently connect with them too. Totally. Totally. And, and also like going off of that, you know, like with the how to, I think then on the other side, there might be some products where it, it, makes sense like you still want the product in the video but more lifestyle like you know i'm thinking maybe like handbags women's handbags like i want to see like maybe a fashionable person holding it and you know see what it looks like and how i could put it together you know like doing the more lifestyle video of where people kind of want to emulate what they're seeing sure. by purchasing that product yeah. um, and not as many features to show off there yeah, too. Right, like it, right. I mean, you, you can show handbag, like you know shoving things in it, yeah. but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which really that might work too, because I think a lot of people would agree that purses become black holes and sure. you know, that might be a good angle. <laughs> yeah. So I think lifestyle, I mean, can really do wonders depending on the category tutorial, like I think would be for a very specific category. Sure. Usually I'd say, I think depending on where you look between like 70 and 90% of people scroll without audio Mm -hmm. and on Amazon, they're automatically, the videos are sound off. So like if that's something you're thinking about, like I'd put audio lower on the priority list just because the majority of people are just kind of scrolling through and you want your visual aspect of the video to be eye-catching so they stop but they're not necessarily gonna click the the sound button to hear so i think like testimonial type tutorial where you have audio can work in some cases but that's not something i would like put a premium on i guess sure yeah yeah and like you're saying it totally depends on the product and i i think a big piece too is really working through like what is the avatar, the person who's going to be purchasing your product Mm -hmm. or the person you're trying to reach with those ads and then taking a step back and figuring out, okay, how can I really make this advertisement speak to them? How they can, how can they see themselves in this video, especially for like lifestyle? Mm -hmm. Like how can they see themselves in this video with this product and look at it and be like, okay, yep, that's for me. I think a lot of these pieces are really starting with who's your customer that you're trying to reach what do they truly value and then trying to incorporate that into the video itself yeah totally 
Yeah. Another fun one that I've seen too is like if your product has really good packaging, um, I'm always surprised how well like unboxing videos do. And so just kind of showing people taking stuff out of the box itself is always a fun one too. If you have solid Mm -hmm. packaging and you have, you know, some cool items that kind of go in the package itself, kind of like a tutorial or features walk through a bit, but it gives you a better perspective on what's in there. And that's another fun style that I've seen that works for some products. I agree. And that's, that style is huge on Instagram TikTok with like influencers. Mm -hmm. So it's something you see a lot and customers are kind of accustomed to seeing that type of video. So it's something that might draw their eye and they know what they're getting. They're going to see what's in the box. Sure. Yeah. What would you say for other custom creatives? Like what, what options are out there to kind of customize advertising for clients and what have you seen kind of lead to some good results? So like I always when I have a client, I, you know, check all of their sponsored brands campaigns to, to see if we are utilizing custom creatives sure. because it's great to be able to take up that larger piece of real estate and just add a little bit more to that sponsored brands campaign, really highlighting, you know, who you are and giving them more of a feeling of your brand. And so lifestyle images, I think do great, you know, maybe something that like if, if you're doing a sponsored brands campaign and you have you're highlighting three products. If you have an image that can showcase, you know, more of your catalog in kind of a, you know, aesthetic pleasing way, Mm -hmm. um, I think that can do well. And and it's great to be able to test it too and see, see what performs well, what seems to catch people's eyes and what converts. You know, you do have the ability to use stock footage or uh, images now in the creative assets tab. So I think, you know, that can be utilized in a certain way. Um, Obviously you want things to be cohesive for your brand, but I think if you maybe find like a niche target that you want to go after and you might be able to utilize the stock assets that way. Sure. You know, I don't think it would be for every case by any means, but you have that at your fingertips too. So walk me through the process that you take. All right. You're going through a sponsor brand campaigns or maybe we'll, we'll even take a step back. Say sponsor brand campaigns aren't set up. Like, what, what's an example of products that would be that we should walk through? Hmm. What if we did like kitchen items? So, oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Like whisk, yeah. spatula. Sure. Pan. Yep. All right. So those are, those are three. (laughs) Yep. So, all right. You're going to build out the sponsor brand campaign Mm -hmm. for it. All right. Walk me through the process and kind of how you approach that. Um, So I would, first of all, like looking at my catalog, pick three products that are kind of my hero products, but maybe hit different subcategories, you know, so they have good reviews. um, They, the images, I, I'm someone who really likes how things look together. Sure. So I also, like, when it's, when you see the sponsored brands ad and you see the three images, mm-hmm. they look nice together. Sure. And they, you know, it, that doesn't throw you off by like, oh, that looks weird. I like them to look nice together. Yeah, they, they look nice or related. Like, yes. it's not jarring in that. Right. Like, like yeah, that doesn't they, distract you. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a random pan doesn't go along with a whisk. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Picking like three products that do well, but maybe hit different aspects of your catalog. Sure. And then obviously like trying to find an image that 
like if it if, if it's a kitchen company yeah kitchen tools like it'd be great to have a lifestyle image of a beautiful kitchen sure um you know like with some of these utensils in the background that's people can envision it in their kitchen in a kitchen that maybe they aspire to have sure so that's something that i think would be the ideal image but also like someone using you know, a still image of someone whisking or a, yeah. a mom and her child whisking batter. In that nice kitchen yeah, and, and some nice people ki- in it, yeah. too. And then they can really envision, like, oh, I would do that with my kid. Yes. Sure. So that would definitely be something I would look for. Um, you know, want to include your logo and then come up with some headline text that's creative. You know, Amazon gives you some options. Mm-hmm. Um you know, but obviously, you know your brand best. Sure. So, um, you know, maybe something pulling from your e-com site or something that, you know, has performed well on your social media channels, but getting creative and, you know, wanting people to stop and take action. Sure. Really tuning it to uh, those people, putting yourself in the shoes of the people who will see the ad. Yes. All right. Is this headline going to speak to me? Is this lifestyle image going to speak to me? And then product collection, does this all make sense to be together? Yes. <laughs> does it all look good? And is it, yeah, at the end of the day, if you do it right, that creative can look very solid and it's like a single item versus all these different sections that we threw together. Yeah, and, and you combine all of them and it's telling a story and that story should, you know, be cohesive and make sense. And, you know, the headline should speak to them. So hopefully at the end you get convert sure. converting sales from it. You know, yep. I love the headline part. That's probably goes back to my news days, but yeah. it's like, okay, 50 characters. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I love it too when you're constrained and when it's a small amount yes. too, it, it's, it's almost harder and makes you be more creative. Yes. Like yep. it's easier in one way, but a lot harder in the other yep. way. Like how do I simplify this long statement down into uh, these four or five words Precise or whatever and it is. concise. Yeah. <laughs> I always have the, the thesaurus.com up. Sure. Know, so I can be like, oh, I need a shorter word. Okay. <laughs> Can't be seven letters. <laughs> yes. It's got to be five. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so one big thing that we've talked through is like when I started selling on Amazon way back in the day, like the the flavor of the day was all right. Let's just find the different products that we that are going to do well. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if they're related. Brand isn't as big of a deal. Like you know, shift forward eight years now, or however long it's been since I started selling on Amazon. Like branding is so big. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we see, like especially if you want to start incorporating more upper funnel strategies and different pieces like that, like having a solid, coherent brand. It's just critical. And this, at this point, I'd say vital to your long-term success on Amazon. So for those people who are looking at really like building out their brand as a whole, like how would you approach that? So somebody comes to you and they say, yep, here, I've got this collection of products, but I really want to increase my branding overall. Or when we're talking about ad advance too in our branding, like how do you approach that? And really, what are you looking for? Any key steps or pieces that you, you take into account there? Yeah, so I would say, um, like, if, if you don't have, like, a catalog of assets yet, it is definitely worth investing in, in getting some quality images and video to have a folder of. And, and you're able to use that on Amazon, on your social media channels, on your e-com site. Sure. Wherever it might be. You know, because I think... 
that's becoming more and more important. The imagery, the videos, like that's, we know video, like when we're looking at sponsored brands campaign, we know video converts better. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that it, it stops people and gives them more of that flavor of the brand. Sure. And instills more of an urgency to purchase. So I think if you're able to invest to have that, you don't need to do it, you know, every few months. Get a a catalog of assets so that you can, you have it on hand. And then when you create videos, you know, make sure you're, you, you cross utilize them. So you're sharing that brand story. You know, I'm someone when I'm shopping for something, I check their social media channels. I go to their e-com website and then I usually go to Amazon to purchase. Um, so to be able to see, you know, that cohesive imagery and story throughout the whole thing it makes me they, they seem legitimate sure you yeah. know i, 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 I put think my it's trust that, in them. that consistency mm-hmm. throughout too yeah and, and those were pieces that i missed missed initially it's like all right having that consistent branding on all the different materials and the brand assets that you have we know how critical the images are in conversion rates for different products and videos convert so well. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really investing in the visuals, but also making sure they have a consistent feel throughout too. Like you want to have that consistent branding and that consistent feel throughout all your visuals and your branding for your businesses or for your business throughout all the different channels that you have to mm-hmm. like personally, I usually don't check their social profiles. <laughs> I approach shopping a little bit differently. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more of a features yeah. based person, but I know there's so many people like you that will do that and check it out and kind of get that overall brand feel before they go to a purchase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I enjoy TikTok. I enjoy Instagram. So I am heavily influenced sometimes. Sure. Um, so that's usually where it starts. And then, I research and then I purchase. So, yes. Yeah. Any other things for like, so we we covered visuals, but any other things for like messaging or overall where you're positioning yourself as a brand? Many things to consider there. I think one of the the best things to do when you're looking at your e-com site, you're looking at your social media content is to position your messaging around the consumer or who you're trying to reach and not yourself, you know, to like, to say like, we're the best in this is not going to be like forming a connection with the consumer as much as like having a statement that puts them in it and shows how you can help them, how they would benefit or how it would impact them. Um, I think in all of my different lines of work where I've worked on branding, it's it's always good to put them first, not you. Sure. So that's a bit of advice. I do like some quick video tips that I've taken from my days in the news. And then I create a lot of videos when I worked at the Tourism Bureau. And now here I'm creating some videos. We do have a TikTok now, so you can go check it out. I don't know why I brought the fingers out. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you do when you say TikTok. TikTok. (laughs) Just aged myself a little bit, I think. Um, But well, first of all, like if, if you don't feel like you have the skills or, or the time, you know, there's certainly people you can hire to get you video there's online resources that can create videos for you you know you just need to 
Google it. One thing I would make sure when you work with someone is to not only get some edited clips or edited images, but also the raw video and the raw images so that you have that on hand. And if down the road you're able to put together some new content with that, you can. Sure. It's so great. you're not starting from scratch. Right. It's great to have that finished product, but like if you have the raw product, you're able to, I mean, you can do so much with that and, and cross-utilize it. So try, try and work that in. If you are able to shoot yourself video, shoot, shoot, shoot. video yourself. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Um, it's amazing you were on live on the air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Oops. Yeah. Um, horizontal start horizontal and start wider sure um so that you can slice it down to be vertical if needed if you can shoot it both ways that's great start horizontal because that's what you'd need for amazon youtube obviously there's other platforms like instagram and tiktok where you want it vertical so that's something to keep in mind so start horizontal start wider and also hold your shots longer than you think you should like you, you want more to work with. So sure. 10 seconds, that seems like a long time, but 10 seconds, you know, hold those shots. So when you go to edit, you have more to work with. Sure. I love so, it. Yeah. Those are some of my tricks that I learned from photographers at WDIO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So overall, a lot of awesome takeaways on how to utilize video, how to set up like custom creatives with sponsored brands and just overall branding. Maria, it's awesome to have you on the podcast. And Maria brings a really cool perspective, just like you've seen with a lot of other people we have coming from Ad Advance, like just a very unique, awesome perspective. And we can kind of build off of each other and utilize our strong suits like Maria awesome on the branding side I love to dig into the numbers side when we can put our heads together that's where we're really able to like yeah I don't know that's one of the best parts about ad advance you look around and we all come from different schooling backgrounds and work backgrounds um but it all works together and it makes us a really strong team. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you for joining the podcast and for everybody else who joined the podcast. Thank you for listening again. Really appreciate you listening and we hope you join the next episode of the ad project podcast. Mm -hmm.